The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey guys. It's Essex Girl here, Shade or Shade, whichever one floats your boat. And I'm Jennifer, Jenny, Jen, I answer to all. And I'm Bianca, full-time member of the Beehive. And this is She's in a Pod. Hello. Hey guys, what's popping? It's been two weeks since you've heard our beautiful voices. Have you missed us? That's the I'm real sure question. Have. It's been too long. It has. <laughs> guys, it's October already. What? Can you imagine? What's going on? Oh my gosh, my birthday is next have? month. Um, three months. What? Yeah, it is your birthday. It's my it? birthday I'm next excited. month. November gang. I am excited. Yes. I am excited. A quarter wait. of a century, right? Yeah. Is that 25 what? quarters of a century? Do you know what? Don't even ask me. When it comes to maths, please do not ask me. I don't know. Myself. If I didn't get that right, guys, please don't cuss me, yeah? Oh my god! Do you have your outfit already? I don't. Yeah, girl, you need to start looking. So, like, I have started looking. Someone's making it, but I keep changing my mind. Oh, okay. I keep changing my mind because, like, there's just certain things I don't want. So I don't want to have any cleavage. Okay. Just because I just know that when if I look back at pictures and I see loads of cleavage, I just won't like it, and I just don't want no stress. So I don't want any cleavage, but I still want it to be sexy. I still want it to be nice. I still Mm. want it to be young and feminine. So I keep changing my mind. But hopefully, by next week, it will be good. I'm going for a fitting in, like, two weeks. So, yeah, I should be good. Okay, And also, nice. my best friend's getting married at the end of this month. What? So, I'm a bridesmaid. So, like, I'm so excited. So things happening. I know. It's cool. a really, really busy and expensive year. Do you know what? I feel like this year has just been expensive. Maybe yeah. for me personally, sometimes a cash loss. Yeah. I don't know what. <laughs> don't know what I've been doing. Honestly, but... it's literally a cash loss. Like as soon as you get paid, everything just goes. I don't see to, I literally don't see it. It's just ridiculous. It's yeah. it's just ridiculous. I need like seven sources of income. Like they say seven, yeah. The average millionaire has at least five to seven sources of income. That is what we'll have in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So Shall we go into our topic for today? Yes. What is it? Uni. Expectations versus reality of university. Gosh. So we think that... it's been so long. Yeah, I know. (laughs) University's been so long for me. I finished university like three years ago. Three. But I still remember it so clearly. I remember my first day literally really? stepping into my room in my blue Hollister tracksuit looking like what? one girl I thought I was so fly I, re- I remember <laughs> but yeah we just thought it would be good for us to discuss this yeah. um 
And like we have always said, we are a female apartment podcast. Mm -hmm. So yes, this topic can relate to everyone, but because of our niche, which is, you know, female empowerment, encouraging our females to become the best they can be, we will be discussing this mainly from a female's point of view and, you know, because we are females, that's who we we can relate to, but everyone can benefit. But anyway, October, this is the time that people go back to uni. Yeah. This is the time that people are starting university. Um, I'm sure, you know, you guys are just starting and really excited. You've got all your um, beddings and all your kitchen stuff and your books and stuff. And yeah, uni is great. It's a fun, fun, fun three or four years. But we thought, you know, we'll discuss what we expected before we went to university and the reality of that. Do you know what I was really excited about? I was so... It's going to sound so (laughs) nerdy. I was so excited to make new friends. Like, honestly, because... So I went to Oxford Brookes University. Not many people know about this. Mm, I do. One of my best friends went there. Really? You love that? Yeah. So I went there and none of my friends were going to go there. So I was literally the only person. So yeah, I was a little bit nervous. For the most part, I was feeling really excited. And I thought, oh my gosh, I can't wait for Freshers Week. Is (laughs) is it like how it's going to be, you know, in the movies and everything like that? So... Yeah, I was so excited to meet new friends yeah. and everything. So. And guys, just before we go on, I know this episode sounds a bit different Oh yeah, this week, just like it did in the previous episode. So Bianca um, still is not able to join, but she'll be back soon, we promise. Yeah, she'll be we back. We miss her as much as you guys miss her, but yeah, she'll be back soon. Yeah, <laughs> Sending our love. Yeah. But um, yeah. Okay, so you expected to meet new friends. That's something that excited you. Yeah, like... About going to uni. I just... I don't know what I... I think I watched too many movies. (laughs) I really did. And do you know what? I've watched so many YouTube videos. I can't remember the titles. But just, like, of people who are giving you advice about how to, like, survive at university, what to do and everything. So, yeah. Just making new friends, I thought, was... Not that I didn't have any friends, by the way. Like... I have great friends and I had great friends at that time as well. But I just wanted to meet new people. I wanted new fa- like to meet new faces and everything like that. And for the most part, I did meet a lot of people in first week, so freshest week. Was it easy to meet new people? How how was that? I think it was quite easy, especially if you're at the club. Mm, you know? Yeah. Like everyone kind of wants to be your friend. You yeah. want to be everyone's friend. Everyone's like, hi. This is like for the whole freshest week. So I think for that moment I kind of got what I wanted maybe not like friends friends but I met a lot of people but then after that like two weeks a week later three weeks it kind of just started to die down a bit and it's I don't know how to explain it it's just just, it just felt like okay so where are all these people what's your name again (laughs) I can't remember so like I ended up only speaking to like three people like proper, like every single day would meet up and everything. And at that time I thought, oh my gosh, what happened to all these people that I met during Freshers Week? Like I thought I was going to have a massive batch sort of thing. And I think it does happen for some people, but for me, it didn't necessarily work out that way. So I met about like, you know, three close friends. And of course I had like other people as well, but yeah, I, I didn't get that big batch that I wanted at first, but I was kind of okay with it. Mm. it so for me, friendships, what did I expect before I went to uni? So I went to Loughborough mm-hmm. and I didn't go with any of my friends. I knew a couple of people that were going, 
but we weren't like super close. So I always knew that I was going to have to make friends. Mm -hmm. And I think what I expected is actually quite similar to you in that I expected to, yeah, to to kind of find a batch and just meet, you know, popular girls and like be, you know, the it girls and just, Mm -hmm. you know how it is in the movies, like you see these uni girls just rolling out together and they just look all cool and that. So I kind of was expecting that as well. And I thought, honestly, that would be so easy to make friends. Mm -hmm which a lot of people say it is, but for me, it was not. So I was in a very white accommodation and during the freshers week, like the fresher helpers would come knock on my door, Shadi, you coming out tonight? I just thought, okay, do you know what? I need to stop being antisocial and I need to actually go out and meet people. If not, I'm going to be a loner for the next three years. So I did for the first night and it just was not for me. I don't know why I just wasn't feeling that I went back. I went back to my room, What was it that happened, like... You felt so there were just I didn't really know what to expect and even when I tried to speak to people that lived in my accommodation I felt like they'd already made friends okay, I did it was yeah. weird because I think I maybe moved in on like the second or third day so I was just like did people make friends this quickly because I felt like everyone already kind of had their clicks and stuff yeah. so I was trying to like talk to people and people were like hi oh, yeah but it just wasn't I felt a bit it wasn't really yeah, because I didn't really drink and stuff. So everyone was, like, waved, and I just wasn't... So I wasn't on that vibe that everyone was on. Mm. Um, even when we eventually left and went to the students' union, I just don't know. It was just not fun for me. Mm. It just, so I just went back. But I think I should have kept on giving it a try because I feel yeah. like to make friends, you have to make an effort. You and I was, just, have, I was very honestly, laid back. Yeah. I just thought, do you know what? I have friends that are in Leicester and Coventry. I can just travel there, go to their events, and I'll be good. Mm. So for me, my expectation was to meet a batch of girls, be all good, be all popular. But the reality was, it was extremely hard to make friends for me. And eventually the friends that I did make were actually from my course but so two of my best friends that I still speak to today from university, one was from my course and one was actually a mutual friend of a mutual friend. So it just goes to show that really you think you're going to make a lot of friends in university, but only you really speak to a handful after. Yeah. That's what I, I think. I think that, that's, that happens to, you know, most people as yeah. well. Like they end up, it ends up like filtering down to the people that you actually really like and yeah. gel with and everything and I feel like, like that. that hype of Freshers Week dies down pretty quickly it does do you know what <laughs> I mean really so does, yeah. Freshers Week obviously you don't have any work you're just kind of like free to really enjoy and meet people mm. so I definitely think it's a great time to meet people but for me oh I just did not enjoy it I spent most of my Freshers Week in other unis which mm. really I shouldn't have because then I yeah. could have met more people at my uni I but, think definitely yeah. stay with like the uni that you're at right now and just try out different things and obviously if you feel a certain type of way or you're just not feeling social then that's fair enough but I think everyone should come with the mentality of wanting to meet and talk to several different people but then one thing I picked up on what you just said is was you had like a most people are white or something like yeah, that. Yeah, in my because accommodation specifically. It's the same yeah. with mine, like, not even accommodation, the entire university. Mm, yeah, oh yeah, so, Loughborough was very white like, as well. <laughs> you know, so I already knew going in that this is mm. this is going to be, not in, even a little different, this is going to be very different to what I am used to back home in London. So I think that probably made me even try it more to be friends with 
these people because I just knew like the whole culture shift is going to be <laughs> yeah, mad. Yeah, like, for sure. It's either I'm going to not like I don't need to compromise my values or anything like that or change myself, but I'm going to have to be more open minded. Yeah, totally. You know? And I feel like uni definitely makes you more open minded. Yeah. If not, you will struggle to blend in because you are literally meeting people from all walks of life. Yeah. Who are at different stages of life to you, people you've never met from all over the world mm. in this one place. So you have to be open minded. Yeah. For sure. Do. For sure. And we do sometimes live in a bubble, especially yeah. if we're so used to being in a certain area with a certain type of people and environment. So Sometimes it's good to actually come out of that. And that's another reason why, why I wanted to leave London um, in terms of going to university. I wanted to just see what else is out there. I wanted to leave out of London because I just wanted to be away from my parents. Oh, <laughs> do you know what? Most of us. Most I wanted of to us be far. That, I wanted freedom. I wanted to be far. So I yeah. said, I always said I was never going to go to a London uni. And no, I said I wanted to be far. Yeah, I love it. Wasn't independent even, as well, Yeah, exactly. It? Yeah. yeah, no, it was, and I liked it because I was able to really see what the Midlands was like. It was completely different to Essex. Mm. So yeah, I wanted to just be away, far, yeah. far, far away. Do you think you kind of like handled it in terms of like? Because obviously, you need to start paying your own rent. Mm. Um, you need to start budgeting, cooking for yourself, yes. waking yourself up. Hmm. your mom's not gonna be waking you up in the morning trust anymore. me trust me so. mate you have to you will adjust you will like mm. it's not easy but you will adjust and i think some people do but <laughs> shut it we <laughs> god i don't even, I don't even want to tell this story oh god you know, let's hear let's hear you brought it up I now had, i had like flatmates who you know were obviously different very different to how I am, and yeah. most people I know are. And just, like, simple things, like making toast. Oh, my gosh. You know, washing the dishes. Yep. Oh, was don't, so don't hard. get me started was about so that. so hard for them. And it's not even, like... Like, at some point, I actually asked one of them, like, why don't you like washing the dishes? <laughs> like, why don't you like doing it? Like, and you would think these like, things are common sense. I, I've never washed a dish in my life. Oh, my gosh. You know, my mum normally does that yeah. my... I wouldn't say made, but like they had helpers. Oh, uh, see, yeah, yeah. That, that's so, the thing. I feel like uni really shows you who has home training, honestly, who's a spoiled brat, yeah, and who just is clueless. In my accommodation, I was with three guys and one other girl. The guys were disgusting, so they uh, just basically wouldn't clean their dishes, and I would always complain. So, what they used to do to shut me up was hide all their dirty dishes in a cupboard underneath the sink to the what? point where they started growing mold. It was stinking. I was just like, nah, I want to move that out. Nasty, it was man. horrible. Absolutely horrible, man. That was probably that my worst nasty. experience in first year, having to share with dirty people. Yeah. Luckily, we had our own bathrooms because I was not going to share Oh, bathroom. yeah, same here. That, oh, my gosh. That was my worst nightmare. I was not going to share bathrooms. Yeah, yeah, it really... Uni shows you who has home training, honestly. Honestly, and it kind of shows you how... <laughs> How other people live. Yeah. And what is normal to them is just totally absurd like, to you. Like, just leaving your dish because, for a week is... For some people, is normal. Honestly, because every time I was complaining, like, I was the person that was complaining every single time, they would look at me as if... <laughs> I was crazy. Like, yeah. why is this girl shouting and every single me, time? And for me, I don't like being in dirt. So yeah. I'm going to talk. If I see something I don't like, yeah. I'm going to talk. Like, I am... Um, that's what I'm going to do. 
so I know they used to get annoyed with me but I'm sorry I can't live in dirt like exactly. that exactly and I it's can't. just the whole point of you know going out to uni and living by yourself is to be able to live yeah. on your own be able to do the things that perhaps your parents or whoever did for you to be able to do that on your own you know, so, yeah, I just... But I will say, like, I'm not going to say that I never struggled anything like mm. that. I think one thing that I really kind of struggled with or had to come to terms with is how to budget in terms of, like, my student loan. Right, okay, and, so... Going on, so on that then, what were your expectations of the whole finance? So we've spoken about friendships and stuff. Yeah. Um. So in terms of finances then... I think with, what were your fi- yeah, with finances, reality? I thought I was going to, I thought I was going to be great, to be honest with you. Mm. I, <laughs> really, are you. Are you good with money? Yeah, and I feel, because I'm, in general, I, I would say I'm quite frugal anyways. Like, mm. I won't just spend and splash and stuff. Like, I really think about it. So, mm, that's I, I didn't really see that as being a problem, you know, going into university. But I think what I just didn't expect is just how much like how many things like I needed to pay for in order to I don't say keep myself happy but like just little stuff like well actually first of all let me just say um so I so obviously I studied occupational therapy and I know most people back then got student loan bursary oh yes yeah but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I think it's changed now a bit Mm -hmm. but at the time um so my course was NHS funded Oh, nice. Meaning I didn't have to pay tuition fees. What? But... <laughs> so you don't have 27 grand that you owe I don't now. have tuition fees. Oh but I did get a... Um, oh, what, what did I get again? Is it maintenance loan? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But mine was at the lower yeah, end. Yeah, same. Um, and then also I got monthly instalments of the NHS bursary. Monthly. Ah. So it kind of worked out a bit differently for me. Yeah. And where everyone else was kind of getting a huge lump sum, what, three times a year, four times a year? Yeah, I was getting I mine in bits every that's month. That's better, because so, then you can actually... Well, budget. I don't know. What do you think? In terms of, like, rent and everything, it didn't really work out well for me, because obviously you're getting, like, what, 300 or 400 yeah. pounds every single month. Right, right, sort of right. Thing. So it really taught me how to save up and just be very smart with my money yeah um just even as little as shopping like making sure i don't overspend just get what i need to buy like buying and not buying a new outfit for everywhere exactly (laughs) like you know during freshers week i was basically wearing something new every single day yeah yeah and then afterwards i thought you know what why i'm gonna wear this again like why not i bought this with my own money so what i'm only gonna wear it once exactly so i think in terms of yeah finances yeah, it wasn't smooth all the time, but I think I did okay. I was able to keep on top of my bills and everything. Unlike some of the people that I heard of who really struggled, and it wasn't even because they weren't getting enough money. It was just because they were just splashing on unnecessary things. Mm. And I think even when you're going to university, I would say if you don't have enough money, so because everyone gets different amounts, yeah. right? So if you don't have enough money, try and find a student job. There's always, like, especially in the area where your university is, there's always going to be a job. And that's what I ended up doing in, like, my second and third year anyways, like, finding um, a part-time job to help support myself. So, Sometimes yeah, you just, I think you've got to do what you've got to do. You do, yeah. For me, before I started uni, so 
To be honest, I wasn't too fussed about the money stuff and I don't know why because mm. it's not like I had money or anything. Like, I wasn't working. I didn't work all throughout uni. Thank God that my parents actually helped with my rent so I yeah. didn't really pay my rent with my own money. What I did was that all the money that I had from the loan and I got the lowest, like, the oh, lowest okay, it was actually yeah. so useless. <laughs> what I got, I would save some and then I would kind of just spend the rest on, like, upkeep and buying tissues and buying ingredients and stuff yeah. like that. So I didn't really have an expectation per se, but what I will say is that it was weird for me mm-hmm. to be buying tissues yeah. and buying <laughs> detergent that, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that because that's something that living at home is just always there. So you don't think about these things. But when you move out, you have to actually think about every little thing. Yeah. Things as simple as washing up liquid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's things that in your house, your home with your parents, they're just there. Mm. you get what I mean you don't have to think oh I need to go and buy fairy wash liquid so for me even though I didn't necessarily have any expectations of my budgeting or how I'm going to manage my finances I was just not used to buying those little things yeah so yeah I, I would say budgeting is key um I didn't really budget too much which is why a lot of the time my money would be finishing and I'll just be like what did I spend on <laughs> But there are loads of apps that help you to budget, right? Yeah. There's some apps. We'll put some in the description and on our Instagram and stuff. We're going to do not some Not sponsored, research. by the way. Yes, it's not sponsored at all. These are things, um, techniques that will actually help you. Maybe what we found and ask what my friends use because I know mm. I have some friends that are really good for that budgeting stuff. Yeah. And also, like, use your student discount, please. Yes. Like, oh, my I, gosh. I only just recently stopped using my, like, I'll say... I'm logged into my sister's it. account. I'm sorry. I'm, oh, a, you? I'm a student for life, okay? I'm a student for life. Oh man, so lucky. Yeah. So yeah, utilize your student discount and you do not need a new outfit for every motive. Mm. It's so tempting too because as women I feel like we always feel like we don't have enough clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Even up till now, sometimes I hear like, oh, a theme is bright and buff. And I just think, hmm, I don't have anything. Time's gone ASOS, time's gone PLT, misguided. <laughs> but actually, I need to look at in my wardrobe because I keep buying, 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 and wearing once story, and then forgetting yeah. about it. So, yeah, guys, you do not need to buy a new outfit for every motive. Yeah. Also, another way of saving money, please, share your taxis. Share your taxis. Oh, taxis, yeah. yes. Or if you can use a bus, use a bus because usually the student buses are quite cheap. Mm. Or better still, just walk. Just walk. Yeah. In most university, like, towns... Everywhere is quite walkable, like maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes at the max. So if you can, if you're capable, walk. It will save you a lot of money, yeah. trust me. I think I just kind of... Because we had, like, a couple of buses that were free. Oh, we us, didn't have so... any free buses, but... <laughs> I just the ones we had were, like, a pound, so it wasn't yeah, too bad. Cheap, you know, yeah. In the grand scheme of things, it was not too bad. Yeah. But like you said, just share a cab. Yeah. Like, it works out Always try so to share. Cheaper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Always try to share. When, when you share, like, cabs, share don't know accommodations all of that it kind of works out cheaper, cheaper that's why yeah, that's definitely. what I would say yeah what course did you do Shade? I did psychology social so that folks psychology. psychology so psychology is very science based but social psychology focuses more on the social side of psychology okay. we did do like biological psychology forensic but we focused more on like the social side so like mm-hmm. developmental psychology okay individual differences between different types of people yeah. that kind of stuff and was your course like what you expected it to be okay so that's the next thing <laughs> hmm. first of all did you like your course so i felt like i could have learned most of what i learned without having to pay 27 grand for real i feel like i didn't have to go to uni 
to know my course. Because, uh, and the reason I say that is because there was nothing extraordinary that I learned. It's not like a law degree or a, I don't know, medicine degree yeah. or economics where you learn like specific things that are, that uni kind of needs to teach you. Yeah. I feel like for me, we learned a lot of theories and stuff and we did like group projects, which I guess developed my like communication skills, teamwork skills, all of that that you need for the real world. Yeah. But I expected my course to be so much more meatier than it was like I expected to learn more practical things that I could actually apply but what I found and in reality was that studying my course I loved my course it was interesting but I can't necessarily apply any of what I learned to my nine to five to my daily life I don't know I just felt like so what like it's kind of like an interview (laughs) but what prompted you to choose that course like do you know what? I think it was GCSE. So I studied at GCSE, I did psychology. Because not a lot of schools offer it at mm-hmm. GCSE level. But I read the spec and it sounded interesting. I'm a people person. So I thought, hmm, let me study something that enables me to be able to understand people more. Mm-hmm. And to be able to kind of understand how the human mind works and why we behave the way we do and stuff like that. So after I did really, really well at GCSE, did at A-level, did okay. And then I just thought... Do you know what? I don't really know what else I would study. So let me just do psychology. Okay. Were you hoping to do psychology after university as well? Not necessarily. I know I, I was really fixated on being an occupational psychologist. God, I thought you were going to say occupational therapist. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> what? I was really focused on being an occupational psychologist. But then okay. when I read what they actually do, it just seemed a bit boring. Mm. Like, I don't what really want to... It's know. like, mm-hmm. they basically... So, you know, assessment centres and, like, when people do entry, like, examinations... No, no, assessments to go into jobs, like, grad jobs. So so they do, like, psychometric testing and all of that. Occupational psychologists will use psychology to create those questions, if that makes sense. So they do all that, the technical stuff behind business kind of thing. But it just sounded a bit too... "Mm, I didn't know if it was for me. Mm. So now I'm in L&D and hope to go and I still work with people so my yeah. that people aspect is still very much there so yeah I mean I expected my course to be like I don't know I knew it was going to be full of theories and stuff but it was just not as great as yeah. I thought I still enjoyed it but it just yeah yeah there's a reason why I've asked you so mm. those questions is sometimes because for me it's probably a bit different and I'll go into that a bit later yeah. on but I'm really intrigued to know, like, why people choose certain courses yeah. and what actually pushes them to do that. Like, is it just because of their they parents. just feel like, <laughs> you know, is that what their parents want to do or they feel like it's the only option? Because yeah. or... choosing a course is a big deal. It is a big deal, Like, you're choosing yeah. to study one thing for three to four years. That's yeah. a big deal. Like, that's... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot. Like, you have to really love what you're about to study. Exactly. Like, for me, for example... Yeah, I what studied... made you choose occupational therapy? So, yeah, so occupational therapy... When I was young, I didn't know anything about occupational therapy. So, whilst I was at sixth form, I actually did, like, my research and everything. And I found out what occupational therapy is. And I thought, okay, this is something I could do. But before I even went to university, whatever course I was going to do, I thought to myself, I do need to... When I come out of university, I need to work in that field. Ah, That's the mindset that yeah. I had. Like I need to use this mm. degree. I'm not going to do. If you spent that long. Yeah, I'm doing not, it. I was thinking to myself, I'm not going to use. I'm not going to spend three years doing a degree and not actually using it. Mm. So that's probably the main focus and drive that I had at that moment. 
so when I did start the course and everything, it was okay. I I enjoyed certain bits. I didn't enjoy other bits. Mm. With and I think that's the same with all courses, to be honest. Yeah. But I think like the what I expected. I didn't really expect anything because I've never studied degree at university mm. before yeah i guess i just expected it to be hard and it was i didn't expect to be just left to my own devices so i kind of struggled with that especially you know when i needed help like of course your tutors help you but they can only do so much you need to do all of the work i spent a lot of nights at the library trying to figure stuff out yeah. and just self-teaching there's a lot of things that you have to teach yourself Oof. But I did not expect for there to be as many late nights honestly, as there were. So, I actually lived in the library. Yeah. And people say it. And I remember before I actually started uni, I used to see people say, oh, I did it all night in the library. I did this. And I just thought, why? Like, why don't you just study during the day and enjoy your night? Yeah. But trust me, for some reason in uni, the days go so quickly and like, the times are just all messed up. I don't yeah. know. Like you don't fully. You know how here you have a nine to five. You wake up early, do what you need to do, go to work, and come back and enjoy your evening. In you know, I just feel like it's all one big blur. Honestly, so yeah. like three a.m. could feel like five p.m. Twelve a.m. could feel like one p.m. So I really understand now how why people live in the library because boy, yeah. the crunch time. When crunch time comes, you will need to be doing that overtime, yeah. especially like when you're doing a dissertation or you have a deadline. You can't have any distractions, basically. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think, like, when I was in first and second year, I was, you know, really just stressing about, like, my grades. Oh, I need to get first class. I need yes. to do this. Oh, or at too. least a 2 one and everything like that. But when it came to third year, I kid you not, I was tired. Mm-hmm. I was like, do you know, I just want to finish this course. What was the bigger jump for you? First year to second year, second to third year? Maybe second to third year, mm-hmm. just because it kind of hit me like, this is it. Yeah. If I do not finish this, this is two years I would have wasted. I agree. And I would say the same. You know, yeah. like, it's just, yeah. Because people say the jump between first and second year is harder than the jump between second to third year. Mm. But I, for me, my jump was really second to third year because that dissertation, nah, it takes the life out of you. Yeah. Like, it really sucks you dry. It's tough. It's real, real, real tough, but it's rewarding. Yeah. It's rewarding, you know, when you see the piece of work that you completed, that's your own project. You chose the topic. You decided what you want to do. You kind of led this whole kind of mini project. It's yeah. really, it's actually really quite rewarding, isn't it? Yeah, and I think not only just that, also, once you get to third year, that's when reality hits mm-hmm. in terms of, okay, I'm going to be finishing this course soon. Yep. What am I doing with my life after yep. that? Oh my gosh, life you know, after you. Do I need to start searching for jobs now? Yeah. Like, what, there's what that, actually there's, there's a bit of a blur, yeah. Because I, for me, in Loughborough, everyone was like really ambitious, really intelligent. So loads of people started applying for their graduate jobs and we're getting them. So they had their jobs sorted. For me, I was just like, okay, do I focus on my work? what I'm doing right now or do I focus on job hunting because that's a whole nother job in itself yeah to prep for interviews to do online tests to connect with people on LinkedIn to network that takes a lot of your time yeah so I found it so hard and I kind of applied a bit but didn't really get anything it was tough yeah I think yeah definitely especially like even in my course we had people who had already had jobs lined up and I was just sitting there thinking and I just thought how do they do it 
I wish I could do that right now, but I'm really struggling yeah, to finish this degree. Exactly. And I feel like because the degree was more urgent at that time, because that's what I'm working mm. on right now, I just thought, okay, do you know what? Let me focus. Yeah. But what would you advise for people? So someone is in their third year, they maybe it's like November time. Yeah. And they're starting to think about their final project. They're starting to think about life after uni. What would you advise? How, how would you advise yeah. that they do it in terms of looking for jobs as well as focusing on their studies? I would say, so it depends on how far you're right in terms of your assignments and everything. Yeah. If you're at the point where you've got just got so much to do, not that you're behind, but maybe you're still at the beginning stages and you just, you're feeling so overwhelmed focus on your assignments focus on that forget about everything else but then when it gets to the point so maybe like obviously depends on what course you're doing but when it gets to the point where maybe you've completed an assignment you've got that bit of free time then I would say yeah definitely start searching for jobs potential jobs that you can apply to because the reality is that whilst somebody else isn't applying there are other people thousands of people applying for the job that you want to potentially go into so you need to be able to pick up that pace and really stay on on job basically yeah the competition is fierce the competition is too much it's too much there could be like actually just sit back and just relax yeah because there could literally be like 20 people applying for a role that's only planning to take on five people yeah and that's even a minor that's even like the 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 one that isn't even as competitive. There are some jobs where hundreds of people are applying and they're only planning to take on, like, two people. Yeah. So the competition is fierce. Um, What would I say? Oh, I didn't do it in the best way because I kind of left everything so late mm. because I was just so focused on doing my final project and making sure I did it to the best of my ability. But I think I would say, what do you want? What's your why? If you want your graduate job, why do you want your graduate job? Is it because you want to become a, I don't know, economist in Barclays and you feel like this is the best route for you to get there? Mm -hmm. Because now thinking back, I work in learning and development and I didn't necessarily need a graduate scheme or graduate job specifically to enable me to get into my role. So I think also it's really important to know your why and research as well Mm -hmm. and know that is the graduate route the best route for you or do you just want to do it because it sounds nice? Because not everyone needs a graduate job. Yeah. Not everyone. You can just start off with a normal entry level role. You know, you don't have to go down the graduate route. But I think it's just about doing research, getting a mentor. Inspire London, let me just plug ourselves. We are about to launch a mentoring program. So if you need a mentor, please reach out to Inspire London. That's inspire.london on Instagram. Um, Visit our website and all of that stuff. (laughs) But yeah, so I would say um, a mentor, someone who has kind of been in the same position you are in at the moment, someone who maybe is even along the same career route as you, but they don't necessarily have to be. It's just important to be as clued up as you can as early as possible. Yeah. So you're not confused because it can be a very confusing time to be in final final year and starting to think about your life after uni and not knowing what to do and which direction to take. Yeah. And you definitely know? make use of the career services that you have oh, at your yes. university. Oh, yes. How can I forget? Like, they are there for a reason. They're there mm. to help students who are in need of that help in order to make that transition yeah. into being a graduate basically so make use of that and just make sure you time things properly sometimes things are about timing yeah like for me i didn't necessarily start 
like searching or applying for a job in November time. I started out, I think probably around April because like I said before, that's when my assignments started to kind of drop and I completed them and everything and I had a bit more time to apply. So sometimes just have that tunnel vision, focus on your assignments and once you see there's a gap, that's when you use that moment to start searching for jobs and everything. Yeah, Everyone's going to be different. Everyone's going to have different like time frames and everyone's going to be on a different level as to what they want to do and when they want to do it. Yeah. So it's always important to focus on what you want to do. Trust me. Don't and that's what I some, didn't don't do. look at the other person yeah. who's getting that job. That is not your lane at that moment. Yeah. You will get that job and it might not be right now. Maybe your purpose and what you need to do is actually focus and pass these damn exams. You know, maybe that's, that's what you need that's to focus exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> so right now you're speaking to me because I feel like I needed to hear this during that time because I was looking at everyone around me getting their graduate jobs at Barclays, Lloyd's, this, that, this, that. They're like, oh yeah, I just passed my test, I just did this. So I kind of panicked and I thought, ooh, am I supposed to also yeah. be getting these congratulation emails and be getting this grad job? But really, it's because I didn't really know exactly what I wanted to do. So I just was panicking for no reason and I didn't do my research. I didn't yeah. look at what route I, Shade Oludoyi, needs to take mm-hmm. to, yeah, get my next role or focus on my life after uni am I going to do further studying am I going to do this am I going to do that see I really think it's important to not kind of be distracted by those around you because everyone is so so different yeah you know not all of us want to do the same thing exactly and sometimes you do need to be patient because Mm. like you said there's some people who don't know even after completing their degree they don't know what they want to do and just because of you know, their friends and whoever they're surrounded with, just because they're finding a job or they're getting things that, you know, potentially you have thought about, it doesn't mean that you now need to start rushing into things because the worst thing is to now get a job and you absolutely hate it and you're stuck in that job. Obviously, you have to be realistic. We need to get money. We need to pay bills and everything. So, yes, do go out there. And you need to get experience. And experience. And, yes, do find a job at some point but don't feel like you need to be rushing into something that you probably don't know if you want to go into just yet yeah Um, for sure but yeah but you just mentioned something about experience what do you think because i've heard this quite a lot in terms of employers asking um graduates for experience and perhaps people not getting um their job role because they don't have enough experience yeah what do you think about that I just think it's really important to understand that it, having experience is becoming increasingly important yeah. when looking for jobs, for corporate jobs. So you can have all the A's, you can have a first class, but if you don't have the actual skills and experience that employers are looking for, then it will be tough to get the good jobs. Yeah. What I would say about that is perhaps consider a year in industry so in Loughborough quite a few people did a year in industry so a year-long industrial placement this is really good because it gives you that exposure of what life after uni is like and employers will value that and sometimes actually if you are working in a company you do really well the employer could actually offer you a role so even before you finish uni you know that you're sorted you've got your role And in terms of people that didn't do industrial placement like me, I made sure that in my summers I was doing work experience. Yeah. So I always, I worked at Bank of Tokyo for three months. I worked Mm -hmm. at my church 
um, church office for three months and made sure that I was actively, proactively finding work experience because I knew that employers always value work experience. In all my interviews, that was like the number one question. And I love the fact that you use your summers to do that. Because one thing I really, and some people might disagree with me on this, but one thing I really do hate hearing is, oh, I didn't have enough time at university, when you know, whilst I was at university, to get that experience. Where did you expect me to get that experience from? Mate, you have... When you're at university, that's the time where you have the most yeah. free time. Yeah, and it doesn't have... You don't you even know? have to do it during your summer. Let's say you really, really want your summer. Yeah. Work during term time. Exactly. During Easter, two weeks. Yeah. Because you know in uni, you get long holidays, right? You even get... Do you get half term in uni? No, maybe not no, half term. Not half term, but we get that like, longer like holiday yeah. like Christmas or whatever. I mean, study... Study leave. leave. Oh, study I didn't even leave? get study leave in Loughborough, oh. no. Yeah. But th- I just feel like you can always find experience, even if it's volunteering, mm-hmm. even if you volunteer at your students' union as like a representative for your halls or something, that you can always milk it on your CV and just kind of speak, maybe exaggerate what yeah, you did. Because yeah. everyone exaggerates in their CV, right? So just find things to do that will develop skills that you know work will love. For example, communication skills. Mm. Every workplace values communication skills, right? For example, teamworking. That's extremely important because you are bound to work in a team. No one works in silo. Mm. And then things like leadership skills, you know, volunteer to lead, I don't know, a course lunch or something. Just do do yeah. something. Do you something to, to gain your you experience. Need to initiate and you need to yeah, be, be proactive. Yeah. Be, be proactive because one thing about university is no one's gonna give you things. Just and like that's that. the difference between university and college. Yeah college they spoon feed you they tell you do this do that university you have to go out and look you do for the, and they're all there i promise you even they if it's, it's society oh you're just shadowing the president of acs for one day during an event or something exactly. yeah. you've now learned event planning skills even before before i start university i was like i need to because i'm quite i wouldn't say shy but reserved yeah. so i knew i needed to get out of my shell i needed to get involved with things and that's why i joined acs in i think second year or end of um first year and i tried to join all these things and get more involved because at the end of the day this experience that employers employees are um are looking for it doesn't necessarily have to be an internship it doesn't necessarily have to be a sort of kind of work experience yeah it can be things that you are doing whilst you're at university so exactly. like you said leading on a course lunch being part of acs or whatever sort of student society mm. doing all these stuff and putting them on your cv will show that employer that you didn't just go to university and do your degree go to bed go party mm. you actually <laughs> did no it's, it sounds harsh but that is literally what some people yeah. do yeah you actually took the time to take your initiative to use your time yeah, wisely. Yeah, like my friend started a society called Think Tank Society. Ooh. And that was something like so admirable. I can't remember exactly what the society did, but I know it was quite an educational society. But that's something that she, you know, she could put on her CV and employers will definitely value and they did value it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so just to round up then, so we've kind of spoken about the expectations versus reality of different mm-hmm. kind of aspects. What are some maybe final words that you would say to students going to university or even those going back to university, maybe to their second years or third year? I would say definitely enjoy your time there. I mean, you will have some of the best times. Um, Most of you guys at your university enjoyed that. Focus on your degree. Don't forget what you came here to do. Mm -hmm. Don't forget you guys are paying 9,000. Now it's what, 9,500? 
Is it? Has it gone up? 9,250. It has gone up definitely in some universities per year. So don't forget what you came here to achieve. And you are going to pay that back. Trust me. Oh my God. When you see that £100 coming out of your salary every month. Yes. hmm, You will wish you attended those 9 a.m. You will pay that back. (laughs) So, you know, doing that, find and get that experience whilst you're at your university. Don't diddy-dally and just sit there and sit back only for you to come at the end of your degree to be crying saying oh i haven't got enough experience and everything like that please please get that experience as early as possible and also use your student loan wisely Mm -hmm. this is essentially free quote-unquote money obviously (laughs) even though you need to pay some of that back but this is essentially free money that you can use to spend on whatever you like so utilize it save pay your rent and everything and save for like I don't know, a business that you want to yeah. start or a project that you want to... Or just make. save because you'll yeah. be glad you did after uni when you oh, look back yes. at your account you're seeing a couple grand. Exactly. It's a nice head start, yeah. you know? So, um, yeah. yeah, I think that's all. Okay. Like, I don't think about it too much because at the end of the day, uni is... Uni is not yeah. the end of the world like if you don't. Welcome, guys, to our She's All That segment um this is something that we do in every episode um because we feel like it is our duty to uplift empower and shout out all of the wonderful things that women are doing currently so today we have chosen a lovely lovely girl um she's actually somebody that i do know and have known for a few years now and her name is kira nicole Kira Nicole is a TV presenter, performer, model, and dancer. Oh, and um, one of many hats I see. Honestly, she <laughs> she's just doing so many things. I'm just like, how oh, do you well actually do that. this? And mm. she's so humble as well, which I absolutely love. And um, I would say probably most kids might know her from Milkshake TV. And some of you guys might know this channel from when you were younger. I know myself, I watched it a lot. Mm. Um, it's kind of like CBBS as oh, well. I don't actually know of it. So yeah, definitely check it out. I mean, if you if you want to for like, yeah, so, yeah you don't yeah, have yeah. to watch it right now. But um, yeah, she's a TV presenter there. Yeah, she's a familiar face among the younger ones. Yeah, and also including that. Uh, she's also currently, and this is quite major, she is on tour with, what's his name again? Curtis. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Love Helen only finished, what, how many months ago? And I've already forgotten his name. Um, with Curtis Pritchard from Love, Love Island. Island. 2019. Um, okay. Oh, I didn't even yeah. realise that. Yeah, she is. Oh, wow. It's, honestly. When I, so what's when he, is, is this an, what is it, a drama? Tell us about it. So Dick is, Whittington. What's it about? Well, to be fair, I haven't actually watched it, but I will, I will go and see one of her performances. But um, it's called Dick Whittington. I think it's probably set back in the olden days. That's what it kind of looks like. Yeah. But yeah, she's featuring alongside him and somebody else as well, Adam C. Boot. So yeah, I'm just really like proud of her. She's just doing amazing stuff. Um, Boss moves. We love it. Boss moves. We love to see women doing amazing in their career and especially when they're doing what they love and they're doing it well. It's so admirable. So shout out to your girl. She's amazing. How old is she? I think she's about our age, yeah. Okay, she's like cool. 20, 20, 23, 24. Nice. Um, but yeah, she's doing amazing. So I wanted to shout her out. And she's such a lovely girl as well. So Shout yeah. out to you, Kira. You are all that, sis. 
So guys, this is the part of our podcast where we go into our she-mail section. She-mail, for those of you that may not know, is a point in our podcast where someone asks us a question, a dilemma, and we basically give our perspective on their issue or question. Yeah. So we've received an email um, from a young lady. So Jen, do you just want to read that out and then we yeah. can kind of help her out? Okay, I really like this one just because I think it's quite relevant right now, especially mm. after like summer's finished and yeah. But anyways, let me read it out. So she said, hey girls, I love your podcast. Keep shining. Oh, thanks, Han. Thank you. So I have a dilemma. Leading up to the summer, I've been trying to lose some weight and I've been doing so well but I feel like I'm not making any changes. Obviously, I'm trying to do this whole hot girl summer vibes, (laughs) but it doesn't seem to be working for me right now because I don't have my summer body. What advice do you guys have for someone who hasn't reached her summer body and is freaking out because months have gone by and I feel no progress has been made? Ooh, okay. Okay, so... She yeah, so she basically she's trying to lose some weight and she can't see progress, right? Yeah. So she's yeah, feeling yeah, a sure. bit discouraged. Mm. What would I advise? Hmm. Well, first of all, this whole hot girl summer summer vibe, thing. Like, oh, what do you <laughs> what do I you think just, about it? So at first, I thought it was like I thought it meant like being home, being very like just active, but apparently okay. it's more to do with like female. It, maybe female feeling like she's a boss kind of thing. I don't yeah, know. What does I that actually mean? How I, I feel like I was so out of the loop with this hot girl summer thing. Yeah. How I viewed it was like, you know, Megan D. Stallion, she was trying to encourage women to be more confident about their body. Ah. Um, just kind of like dress how they want to dress mm. and kind of just showcase themselves how they want to showcase themselves without feeling like they need to be put in the box or anything anything like that. So I think it was more of an empowerment sort of thing. And people started using the hot girl summer hashtag to kind of support that movement, basically, of, you know, feeling yourself, basically. So I never really saw that as anything negative. Um, so I understand why people were trying to kind of do this whole hot girl summer Um vibes thing but I think not just with that hashtag but I think just in general most of us we try and get our body into shape upon the lead up of summertime yeah because obviously you know when holidays 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 and everything like that so I understand the pressure of that but I think even like me this every single year I'm like listen I need to get this summer body Mm. and every year I'm always like not disappointed but I know I could have tried harder I don't really I don't really feel like I'm 100% um, happy with my body or anything like that. But, you know, to her, I would say, like, just don't feel like you need to kind of have deadlines, I would say. Yeah, I I feel like, yeah, because if you don't meet those deadlines that you set for yourself, then you'll feel like you're not making enough progress. Yeah. So I think it's good to set targets, of course. But um, if you're not seeing a difference, I would say... Maybe you're just putting too much pressure on yourself. But she did say she feels like she's been doing so well, but probably she hasn't seen any major changes because she's looking at perhaps what other people Mm, are looking like. Yeah, so don't put too much pressure on yourself. I think the process of losing weight needs to be a fun one because I know it's a lifestyle change. So to lose weight, obviously you're going to have to change your diet. You're probably going to have to go to the gym 
more often you're probably going to have to be really disciplined and even maybe get a personal trainer and all of that so i think let the process be a fun one yeah um don't put too much pressure on yourself there's this guy on twitter that's been he's been doing like this weight loss thing so he's really really overweight he's like a motivational person who's trying to like lose weight and he's been doing it for like a year now and the difference is very small but he's still going because he knows that it's rome was not built in a day so for you babe i just think don't put too much pressure on yourself kind of take your time let it be fun to maybe motivate you look at before and after pictures of yourself maintain look, look at your own progress within yourself even if like slow progress is better than no progress right yeah. like they say so some people may lose weight within a month for some people it may be a bit longer it may take a whole year but at least you're making progress exactly. so look at that don't beat yourself up about it i'm sure your body is even fine the way it is but of course everyone wants to get healthier we want to look in shape but i, I would say don't set unrealistic diet deadlines mm. and just make it a fun process yeah yeah make it fun like don't make it so like oh i have to go gym today oh i need to lose 10 kg no just make it a fun process and i feel like the weight will come off more easily then you know that's what's gonna help you keep being consistent if it is fun if it's not and if it just feels like a drag then of course you're not gonna want to go to the gym every single day exactly like when i used to go to the gym i go like three every three to four months (laughs) literally (laughs) i saw something on twitter and the girl was like, someone tweeted, oh, how long do you guys take gym breaks? And then this girl was like, hmm, I think maybe like three to four months, if that. And I was just <laughs> like, oh my gosh, that is so me, so bad. I go once and then I'll take like a three month break before I yeah. go again. It's ridiculous. But um, yeah, even for me, because I just didn't really enjoy the gym and I felt like I was forcing myself. That's why I'm so inconsistent with it. Because I'm just like, oh, it's a drag. But if I make it fun, maybe I have music, I invite a friend or something, then it's more of a motivation to go. So yeah, just make it fun. That's what I would say, girl. I hope that helped. Yes. Um, And I hope that helped anyone who's listening and probably going through the same thing as well. Yeah, and please don't forget, we always want to hear you guys, what you guys have to say. If you do have any questions, it could be about any of our episodes. We've spoken about quite a bit, so it'll be interesting to hear what dilemmas or questions you guys have. Please feel free to send us an email or DM. Thanks, guys. Hope that helps. So I was just on Twitter, and a guy, I thought this would be a nice thing to kind of end off with. Um, A guy, James Tyro, shout out James Tyro. Um, He tweeted a thread about what he learned in his first year of uni. So I'll read some of them out. So he said... Depression is real and can hit anyone. True. Attending every motive is unnecessary and cash loss. It's very easy to meet new people. Okay, so this is his perspective. Like I said, for me, the opportunities are there to meet new people, but you have to be open to meeting them. Yeah. Lectures aren't necessary for you to pass certain courses. Hmm, do you agree with that one? Um, I disagree. I would not <laughs> condone such... I would not. I would I never pass every <laughs> course, please. Yes. Oh, I get what he means because I guess attending every lecture, it may not necessarily be, like, mandatory for you to pass certain courses, but it's always best for you to attend. Yeah, I think it depends on the course because for me, they'll... For my course, they penalise you if you didn't attend. Attend, yeah. So, exactly, for certain courses, you actually... For my yeah. course... I know that I didn't have to be at every lecture, for sure. And I could have still got my first class. But that's fine. And then he also said, utilising your free time is beneficial. So like we said, using it to find experience, volunteering. 
and yeah so those were a couple of things that he said i thought that would be yes. nice things to kind of end off with if you have any questions guys any questions um please feel free to dm us yeah. email us hello at she's in a pod follow us on twitter yeah at she's in a pod instagram at she's in a pod basically everywhere at she's in a pod yeah um, we and look send forward us to your like to you. stories as well mm. any questions that you have i would love to read them yeah um, i'm sure people have some pretty interesting ones yeah exactly so. we want to connect with you guys and we want to make this as interactive as possible so yeah interact with us guys we're as friendly as we sound on here we are we're the same you know we ain't bougie <laughs> <laughs> but yeah guys thanks for listening have a good week bye, bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.